crosstalk, the unintentional transfer of signals between communication channels, a casual conversation. This is Video Game Crosstalk, episode 041 of the monthly podcast of Gamers Talking Tech Science or whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Anthony DeRossi, and with me this episode is the staff of the costume shop, The Costumer, here in the capital region of New York. So I have a bit of a different style of episode this time around, and I'm talking to a few of the staff members at The Costumer, and it's basically just a an opportunity to get a feel of what their event that they call the Cosplay Connections is all about. So about once a month or so, they have a bunch of cosplayers from in and around the era just kind of come to the costume shop for a little bit of networking, a little bit of working. And as you will hear, they have access to the entire store for materials and whatnot at a discount, actually. So let's begin. So I have finally made my way over to the costumer and we're colony. Colony. Right? Yes. I, in the capital region, we have Route 5, which just stretches from <laughs> side to side of the capital region. And I can never remember exactly where something where the trends. Is, yep. Yeah, because like all of our towns, they all just kind of like meld into each other. There's no separation. So, yes, we're in Colony. <laughs> and finally made it over to the Cosplay Connections night here at the Costumer. And pleasantly surprised, my name was on the, the yeah, marquee. Yeah, you're outside. featured. You're our featured guest tonight. <laughs> okay. So that voice that you just heard, if you would introduce yourself. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the sales manager at The Costumer, and I created Cosplay Connections. And we got a pretty good house tonight. It's a, it's a full house. So, it is a full house. So The Costumer itself is... Been in the capital region for a long time. The customer itself has been open for 103 years. Wow. Since 1917, we've been in business, and it's a mom and pop business. That is amazing. And the customer serves more than just the capital region. Oh my God, yeah. So it's nationwide. Okay, so. so we, we have catalogs, we have an internet, we have a, or the website business, mm-hmm. we have the Scholastic Theater, is literally what carries our business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we service schools all over the country. Yeah, so I was actually in a couple musicals back in the high school. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I do remember coming here to like pick up my costumes oh, <laughs> and such. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I really didn't think anything of it because it's it's local. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we need costumes for the the musical or whatever, and go go pick them up. Like, yeah, oh, it's so at you, the costumer. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just you it's just the costumer. Get the costumes. You could walk in and get the makeup. But we have directors that place orders for you know. Hundreds of costumes in Arizona, hundreds of costumes Jeez. in California. I was about to ask, like, yeah. how far away? So we are going coast to coast. Alaska, everywhere. <laughs> yep, and we ship, we'll ship it right to you. Wow. Yeah. So, are there any, like, 
Can you tell what the production is based on the costumes that are requested? Yes. <laughs> Did, yeah, so, does it come? Or? So I work in the production department as well. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll they get requests. Like, I'm doing Mamma Mia, so I need the standard outfits. I'm oh, doing Sister Act, I need the standard outfits. Okay. They'll send us their measurements. There's a lot more to it. But sometimes you'll get a show that a director has made up. Yes. Um, there was one called beehive lately that okay. went out and that's not a show and they took groovy and i think mama mia and they put it together oh boy it was awesome awesome oh, fabulous hairspray hair and groovy they put it hairspray and so groovy then, right. and it's just anybody's vision and the customer makes it happen that is great so actually thinking about the production and like making things happen yeah. uh another aspect of the cosplay connections which we'll get into it a little bit but like i have to mention there is a line of boxes next to me so so we're in like this upstairs, just, I don't even know what to kind of call it's this. It's a dance space. It's, it's a, a dance, dance space? Yep. Okay. Well, and there's are the giant mirrors next to me. Okay, so this little upstairs dance space. And in front of the mirrors, we have one, two, three, four, five, like 10-ish boxes filled with stuff. Material, <laughs> zippers and thread and... Oh, those are zippers. Yep, spool and lace. Yeah, I'm holding just a randomly sized yellow zipper in my hand right now. So we, we have a giant box of zippers, uh, spools of thread, random styles and shapes and shades of fabrics, and it's just here for the taking. Yeah, yeah, and we call it Cosplay Connections. Mm -hmm. Other people call it Maker's Night, so a maker okay. space. So you can come in, you can take what you need, you can leave with a big box of stuff, you can do what you want yeah. on Cosplay Connections Night. <laughs> so how long has Cosplay Connections been going? This is our second year. Trying it out, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we usually do it once a month. We take a break in the summer. Okay. And it's usually like a winter and fall and early spring. Okay. Uh, and this came about, I mean, the gaming and the geek, dare I say, yeah. geek community. Well, I'm a part of the geek community. I'll say we, we are. Right. We are. Yes, yes, we are. It has been thriving as of late. Yes, it is. <laughs> and was this a request from customers? Yeah, customers, or? without a doubt. So this, so this is definitely from the customers, yeah. like, hey, we want to we yeah. do this. The customers started getting into more DIY material. Okay. Um, we got it started carrying Warbla. We started carrying EVA foam, uh, Mod Pod, beads, all sorts of feathers, random stuff. And it, people just wanted to have a place to put it all together. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I wish we could do this here. Can you show us how to do this? Mm -hmm. Do you know how to use this material? And and it was born. And we, the customers started going to conventions. Yes. Too, and setting mm -hmm. up tables. Um, we have Michaela, who's our walking McCosplay. I was going to to say I Probably met yeah, talk to her yeah, at uh, at a couple of the cons. I was yep. like, hey, yep. oh, hi. I'm waving to Michaela right now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so Michaela, we are happy enough that she works for the customer. Yes. So okay. between the you know requests from the customers, Michaela having the knowledge of what to do and ha mm. what people really want, it it, yeah. it happened. And this is much more than just like, hey, we're going to do a sewing class or we're going to do a beading class or right. a whatever class. It's it's a free for all and it like the most it, it is, is definitely not yep. this is a basically a meetup of cosplayers of we've got a full range of I'm um, of ages and talent levels definitely going on right definitely. now and it's just hey we're gonna meet up we're gonna 
trade tips. We're going to rummage through whatever boxes kind of come from. Yeah, we're going to network. I mean, people use all sorts of mediums, too. Mm -hmm. um, we did Cosplay Connections last year. It was a wig night. And okay. I think we had like 14 people that just brought wigs. Oh, wow. And so they traded all different types of ways to style them. And I could put a Sharpie on a wig or I can dye a wig. Mm -hmm. just, it's so cool. Sometimes we have themes. And this one in particular, it's kind of... You know, havoc. Do what you want. <laughs> you know what? That's fun to have to. I'm oh. looking around the room, and I was joking with that young lady. Uh, she's working on a wig right now, mm -hmm. and yeah. she's blow drying it. So we're we got some styling yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just humorous to me because I took a look at like the style mm -hmm. of the hair. I'm like, that looks very anime. And Definitely. I looked down, and she's got like an anime book in front of her. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, oh, yep, well, there it is. <laughs> As you know, cosplayers are all self-taught, so it's amazing. Right. This you know? this is very true. So that's why the connection links are so important because she's working on her anime wig and then maybe somebody else is working on an anime top or mm -hmm. an anime outfit you know so it's all about what you know what are you working on what is that going to look like oh my god i did that character or mm -hmm. oh yeah i saw you at that con and and from what I've learned talking to various cosplayers at the yeah. cons and such, there's a hundred and one different ways to do like the exact same thing. Definitely. There is Definitely. and the ingenuity that I've yeah. seen come out of just desperation, need, why well, I don't know <laughs> You know, I mean you can use cut up chunks of cardboard and like yep. get a lot of stuff done. Oh yeah. Make a hammer. Yes, <laughs> it's in development right now. I have heard of people using some of the most bizarre materials and like quasi like made, like pre-made yeah. type things. Like bubble wrap, saran wrap, duct tape. Yeah, and, yeah, and this is, and we're, and we're gonna slap it on upside down on this aspect and it's gonna look like a samurai sword. I'm like, uh -huh. what? <laughs> yeah, and it's they, awesome. And then you look closely yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's a pill bottle. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. And it works. We saw a guy one time. He was at the Troy uh, Enchanted City. The Enchanted City. Yeah. yeah. And he, it was like an old um, fire extinguisher, like an old fashioned brass looking one. Okay. Put it on his back. He strapped all these other wires and tubes to it. And it just looked like this amazing, like almost like a this steampunky Ghostbuster right. look. Yeah. It was awesome. So you can use anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I have attempted to dip into cosplay a few times. Okay. I'm working on it. So I have like two that I'm kind of working simultaneously. I got Handsome Jack from the Borderlands series. Okay. And I say it's Sunny from Into the Badlands, but it's more just like the Clipper. Okay. I, I don't know if you've watched the show or no, not. Okay. I have not that. It is the most bizarre mashup of unrelated genres I have ever seen. That's awesome. And it's like this antebellum South, like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. With crazy Asian like wirefighting. That's amazing. Yeah, it's all yeah, but that's in there. cosplay. That's what yeah. it is. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yep. And it somehow works. So I need to make a like a scabbard and like a holster for the back sword for that cosplay. And for Halloween, I was able to get a little bit more work done on my handsome Jack. And I came here actually. Okay. And I got like the I think like the cowboy holster yeah. like hip holster yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I'm so proud of myself that I was able to do this because for that costume <laughs> it's actually a drop holster that goes lower down on the thigh oh nice so I was able to like take it apart put it back together again cut it up and uh, throw a belt
belt that I got from the thrift store. And you felt so, accomplished. And I was like, it works. It oh. did. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> there's, there's something intense going on over here. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. That's awesome. But that's... She came into work on a wig, and this is what happens. It's awesome. <laughs> now she's making a vest. I love it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Very cool. That's what it's all about, though. So, yeah, so she's working with the cosplay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michaela, our in-house cosplayer, mm. she's incredibly talented. Uh, so how long have you been with the costumer? Uh, I am the newbie. I've yeah. only been the costumer about a couple, two years probably. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I was in, I've been in sales a long time. Okay. Um, I'm the sales manager for the costumer. I'm now uh, newly the production manager as well. So I'm primarily in Schenectady at the other store, which okay. is in downtown Schenectady. Yes. Um, and that's the, where all the production happens. That's where they make the costumes in-house. Yeah. They launder them. They service them. They alter them. Right. They, that's where like I went to. Factory. Okay. That's where I went to pick up my costumes for. Yes. And um, also with a previous company, we were in like the downtown Christmas parade. Yep. And we picked up costumes yeah, yeah, yeah. from that look. Yep, and that is definitely, costs. yeah, and that was definitely more a production warehouse. While the, Without a doubt. The colony is definitely more of a retail feel. Yeah, it was our superstore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. yep. But all of the, um, like the catalog shipping and anything you can buy off our website comes mm-hmm. from this location. Oh, really? So we're, we're a store, but we're also the warehouse at the same time. Okay, we make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we don't have it, we're going to get it for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, don't worry. What are you working on? Uh, 45 vest. The vest? All right. Yeah. She's digging through zippers as we speak. Nice. They're way too gentle with that box. Go for it. Get in there. Get in there. Pull it out. Get in there. So what costume are you working on? Like, uh, anyone in particular, or is it just going yeah. to... And that would be? I do not know that one. It's kind of new. Okay. I'm, gu- I'm guessing anime. Yes. Okay. It came out in 2016. So All right. Kind of new. Yeah. All right. See, that's the thing. Like, if I don't recognize a cosplay, it's either League of Sucks. Legends mm-hmm. <laughs> or anime. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> um, I noticed behind me, Aaron walked in. Okay. Aaron. Yes. Hi. Hi. Aaron um, runs the store down at Schenectady. Oh, hello. So she's like, this is Anthony. He's the uh, video. Uh, sorry. Video game cross talk podcast. Oh yes, podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you want to chat with him for a little bit too? Sure. Sure. Come on over. Be a good one to chat with too. All right. Yeah. Are you good. Yeah. Me? Yeah, we good. Social okay. a little All bit. Right, yeah. Go do your oh. thing. Tagging out. Okay. Aaron, Anthony. Aaron's <laughs> now someone to talk to. She's also a crafter, too. So I she's am. She's got the whole other twist of it, and she sees the production side. The production? Okay. No, I'm just going to keep that as like your introduction. We're just going to let this roll. Okay, right. that's fine. Go ahead. So, uh, hi. Hello. <laughs> so, what are you working on tonight? Um, tonight, I'm working on a cosplay that I actually debuted a couple months ago at Anime NYC, but it is a character from the anime Love Live, <laughs> which is a call falling hygiene. <laughs> we just got a point across the room. Yeah, no, it's uh, very popular at conventions. Um, okay. But uh, that's what I'm working on tonight. I'm pretty much just working on making it uh, sparklier. <laughs> so many sparkles. Yes, that's what I want. So. 
All right, cool. So you work down at the Schenectady location? I do. Okay, and what are we doing over there? So I am currently in the uh, retail end of things. Uh, sales associate is probably not the correct title. I do a that, lot of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Well, so I was talking to Liz earlier, and yeah. it's a mom and pop shop. Oh, so you're going to have a, I'm using air quotes here, title. And oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a one-man show. It's right. just every single morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's just pretty much, I mean, you have the retail end of things, which is just making sure the like a normal retail job and making sure the floor is clean mm-hmm. selling stuff right, but right. there's this whole other aspect of essentially the it's like doing a mini production mm-hmm. department all on your own okay because um, people come in they want rentals uh, so, and the Bear Street location is special just because it has that huge warehouse yes um, and so you pretty much have to just know everything <laughs> so while we have people who work in different departments like we have alterations we have wigs we have people who work in the vault who pull um, you pretty much have to do all of it <laughs> so it's you clock your steps because <laughs> oh, you're just walking yeah. around uh, you have to memorize where everything is which I'm getting pretty good at but like I also haven't I've been there for about five months now I want to okay. so I mean still pretty fresh it's still pretty fresh still pretty but pretty the fresh. thing is that I've learned everything because they apparently did a whole rehaul over the summer of everything that oh, moved so I know where everything is fabulous. so at least I did like I know that part. <laughs> oh, fabulous. It's a, like overhauls are so painful. They're oh, no, so it's painful. Watching because they're still moving stuff, and I just, I don't have, I, I don't want to <laughs> clock that paperwork. It's not my, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. <laughs> there's, there's sanctuary in being at the bottom of the totem pole. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Every once in a while. I don't need to know anything. <laughs> right. Plausible deniability. I, was like, I, I just clocked out. Oh, sorry, we're done here. <laughs> sorry, I have to go home. <laughs> Actually, just, I literally clocked out there and was like, I have to leave to get here because I wanted to come to this because I work till six so I'm like I'm always like jetting down here for this Mm -hmm. so So have you been coming to the majority of them I actually haven't the first one um, because I mean I knew about it actually before I started working here because I mean I've been a patron of here for a while okay Um, I've done a couple internships and stuff here oh nice but um, I didn't actually come to one of these until last month (laughs) for the first time well you know this well this is my first so (laughs) (laughs) Um, they actually started I mean they started back up in December which is why I was so excited because since okay. I had started working there like through Halloween and stuff, they hadn't really had them because the store's very busy. Okay, I was um, kind of wondering. Like, yeah, was, it, but okay. it honestly would be too hectic, I think, to try and host one of these during October. During ho- yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, well, because it, it's a costume shop, and the the quality of the products that you're going to be getting here are much better than the hermit crabs of the retail world true, yeah. of Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I saw that meme online this year, I'm like, wow, that is so true. It really is. <laughs> it's very fitting. I oh, mean, <laughs> oh look, here's a random old bookstore that used that closed down ten years ago. Yeah. Guess we're setting up shop. I had someone even today ask me because they came in for rentals. They mm-hmm. literally asked me today. They're like, oh, did you lose a lot of business to the spirit that went up on Altima? I'm like, if I didn't know it existed, then no. <laughs> yeah, Be- because the quality of product here is by far superior, and this is more for someone who's making their own. I mean, obviously you have the pre-made stuff. Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly. Mm-hmm. But it is very much also props and bits yeah. and pieces to mm-hmm. kind of construct. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's honestly, like, the most fun part of my job, I think, is uh, being able... Because somebody will come in with an idea. Like, I also really love movies and okay. video games and anything. So somebody's like, oh, you probably haven't heard of this character. I'm like, oh, I haven't. <laughs> like, somebody came in and was like, have you ever seen... Oh, you probably haven't seen the film uh, The Warriors. And I was like, of course I've seen that movie. Please <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> and he's like, I want to be one of those baseball baseball players. Okay. I was like, let's do that. <laughs> And that was really fun because it's like it's always, it's great when people come in with an idea and it's like I love knowing what they mm-hmm. want and then yeah, I love yeah. executing it because it's a lot of fun. The end product is like the best. Oh yeah, it, well <laughs> like I I try not to be the person who's like oh you wouldn't understand, <laughs> but like geek culture over the past fifteen years is like now mainstream, which oh, is yeah, still definitely. bizarre to me. Yeah. Still, I I see people walking down the street or like through shopping centers and such, wearing certain like geek clothing and or whatever fandom stuff yeah. and I'm thinking like I would have had my head dunked in a toilet if I yeah. wore that <laughs> no, I mean even when I was a kid like especially anime like I feel like anime didn't get cool mm-hmm. until like maybe I got into college and even okay. then like everyone's like you're on thin ice um, <laughs> but uh, cause like when I was in like middle school and high school and stuff like people who liked anime was like very much like a oh, we don't talk to them right <laughs> I mean yeah okay there's some people who are weird but like Whatever. So, so what did you go to school for? I actually went to school for theater, and okay. I also went to school for French. <laughs> so okay, hey. But I, you enjoyed it? Did you? I can talk because I'm a professional talker. <laughs> um, I was. I asked because you mentioned a few internships. Yes. So, what did you do on your internships? So, um, I was actually sort of like their <laughs> their test getting pig essentially. For hey, you know what? That's got to be done too. <laughs> I mean, it's true. The next summer. And you are the intern, so yeah. fuck it up. It's true. <laughs> well, I mean, I did it on a volunteer basis essentially, just because they were like we were looking for somebody to essentially test on, and okay. I was like, well, I li- I live literally live five minutes away from the Barrett Street location, so I was like, sure. Sure, okay. Um, so I pretty much spent my days just learning how, like, that was my first time ever learning an industrial sewing machine, which is really hard. Really? Because at that point, I was, like, very much a baby sewer, because um, I didn't really get into cosplay, honestly, until about halfway through my college career, because okay. I was so focused on theater. Okay. Um, and so, like, I was really, like, baby sewer, so I wasn't very good at it. So the industrial machine was so intimidating. Okay, so so what are the differences between the residential um, and the industrial? It's loud. It vibrates <laughs> a lot, even when you're not, like, actually pressing on the pedal. Um, and it's very fast. Okay. And then, of course, the one I work on is like the super old singer, like, oh, and it's, it's kind of clunky and it's so hard. <laughs> o- original to the store construction, the store was built um, around it type of thing. Yeah, like it's actually 100 years old, probably. It's, it just has a motor on it. But, um, it's got a ripcord in the back. Yeah, I've tried some of the other machines that they have that isn't that singer, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually usable. And then I'll go back down to that singer, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> Technology's a beautiful thing. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> oh, cool. So, um, so we're working on this one anime yes. cosplay. I'm... There's so many animes. It's true. <laughs> so I was talking to one of the other uh, customers here, and I said, if, if I don't know what cosplay, it's either League of Legends or anime. It's, yeah. it's one of the two. Yeah. Like, I don't know where you are, but you're you're bright and have spiky hair. So, <laughs> so have you done any others? 
Um, I have done a few. Um, actually, one of my favorite cosplays that I've done. I, well, I did Snufkin from Moomin, which is a bizarre one. Like, the thing is, I do a lot of uh, not mainstream characters, okay. just because this is probably the, one of the first mainstream cosplays I've done. Okay. Just because I... Because means you see and consume a lot of content as a cosplayer on social media. Yes. And um, it's not like a, a hit at other cosplayers, but it's like I kind of get tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. Of course. So like I'm always like one of those people that like, oh, nobody cosplays this, <laughs> so I have to do it. <laughs> there was, and you'll you'll appreciate this. There was another meme uh, right after people started completing watching The Witcher. Oh yeah. And it was <laughs> pray for your Renaissance fair workers. Oh yeah. Pray. I saw it. Oh my god. I just. There's going to be so... I have friends who work at the Renaissance (laughs) Fair, and I'm worried about them. Oh, so many idiots... Saying toss a coin, you and oh, what did they say? Use reusing their old Daenerys wigs. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you're picturing it right now, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I've been to my fair share of run fairs. Okay. <laughs> my costuming mentor actually works at Sterling. Oh. So okay. um, I learned everything from her essentially, but uh, <laughs> she showed me like tons of pictures, and it looks. I mean, I've been there before. Obviously. Okay. It's really. Good uh, yeah, I've only been to the the local one at Indian Ladder Farms. That was really cute too. I went it's there. Fun. I yeah. went there for the first time. Like, Two years ago, okay. it was very cute. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically something to do with the kiddos. Yeah. And, I mean, there are fantastic, beautiful costumes. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. My <laughs> only complaint is that there's no shade anywhere. Yeah, it's usually, the like, the Ren Fair always takes place, like, on the hottest day of the year. Yeah. And it's like you're in brocade and velvet, and you just have to be there. <laughs> So I had such defined tan lines, <laughs> and I was wearing like my uh, the the sandals that like strap around the heel as well. Oh yeah, and definitely. I swear it looked like I, I it looked like I was just regularly tanned, mm-hmm. but I took like a uh, a bleach pen to my feet because oh, yeah. the lines were that defined. <laughs> well, Teva's will like especially Teva sandals like. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's the distinct. It's lines a very on there. right. There's no fade at all. Yeah, it's just not. bam it's right just there. Farmer stand but for your feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that lasted well into December. <laughs> but okay. What other cosplays have I done? Um, the other cosplay that I love very much. I am in the process of also glorifying that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Taco from the Adventure Zone, which is a podcast. Okay. Um, by the McElroy brothers. Um. And that's just been one of my favorite costumes to wear. It's very (laughs) fancy. There's a cape. There's glitter. Um, It's my favorite wig, obviously. Um, But I haven't done too many cosplays because the two I did this past year were this one that I'm working on currently. Okay. And then Snufkin, um, just because I'm very busy with a lot of other stuff. I also run an Etsy shop on the side. Oh, cool. So I never Give it a plug. Give it a plug. Oh, yeah. My Etsy shop is The Witches and Twinery on Etsy. Um, I do mostly crocheted stuff, but I'm trying to get into doing apparel. Um, I also really like making wizard hats. Really? Okay. I've made a lot of wizard hats. I mean, they're for me. They're for my cosplay. (laughs) I'm just like, wow, I should really sell these. But they're really fun. So, so in the spirit of glitter and yes. shiny stuff, there is one other cosplay that I have considered. Okay. And that is uh, Alex Louise Armstrong, mm-hmm. a full metal alchemist. Yes. Lots of glitter yes, involved. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've even considered if I was to do that, because from an old costume like 10 something years ago, yeah. I have one of those like fake puffy muscle shirts. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I just want to like throw glitter oh, on yeah. that and then get like, like 
a strip down like the fairy wings and just like hang yes. stars. Yes, do that. <laughs> and just or walk coat around. Hangers. Something, coat something like that. Anything. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> just just ridiculous. Just be ridiculous. <laughs> because it's really just like blue khakis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and muscle shirt. I've actually never seen, like, the funniest thing is, I've never seen Full Metal, full metal Alchemist Oh, no? Ever. Okay. But my, I mean, my sister really likes it, but I've never actually seen it. I just it know the characters. Okay. <laughs> just because it's, All right. funny. it's one of those, like, pop cultures, like, it is. It is. Just, it is like, definitely you know the more popular. It. Yeah. It's like Naruto, except I've watched the entirety of Naruto, because who mm. hasn't? But it's right. like, if you haven't seen Naruto, it's like, you know who Naruto you know, is. You at least know who he is. Right. Exactly. Uh, Alex Louise Armstrong is, like, the. F- He's the greatest father figure I've like ever yeah. seen in any show. <laughs> he's such a great father figure, and he's so over the top, larger than life personality. Mm-hmm. Like every, I just know him for the sparkle. Yeah, That's he's all. he's got the sparkle. <laughs> but anytime he uses like one of his like magical abilities, mm-hmm. he has to give this really long intro, yeah. and it always ends with passed down through the generations. What? That's my hero <laughs> academy, like. He's so ridiculous. Oh my god. So, well, thank you so much for stopping yeah, by. No problem. Right. I'm gonna go back to beating. Do it up. <laughs> All right, and the party continues, and would you like to introduce yourself, sir? I am Scott Payne from The Costumer. And what do you do here at The Costumer? I am a clerk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the local in-store magician, um, makeup artist, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yep, I was... Enthusiast. Enthusiast, yeah. I was just talking to Aaron, actually, and she's like, sales... I'm throwing up the air quotes. Sales Sales associate. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll go with that for, like, your official... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. But basically, again, it's a mom-and-pop shop. Mm -hmm. It's locally owned and operated, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, you're going to have an official title for tax purposes, but everyone's going to do everything. Pretty much. Um, Costumer's been around since 1917. We are now in our fourth family ownership. Oh, wow. Bonnie and uh, Eric Johnson. And they have been spectacular, and uh, they have owned the Costumer for the past three years. Okay. So, and we're in our 103rd year now. Jeez. Over. That is one of the great things about the Capital Region, that you have these little pockets, these little mom-and-pop shops that somehow have persisted for over 100 years. Right. So. So I grew up in the Rodham Schenectady area. Mm-hmm. So yes, I've been to Parekas many a times. Yes, have I? I yes, went to Shelmont High School. Okay, and um, actually, when I was in Shelmont uh, back in 1972, 73, 74, mm-hmm. um, Jack Sheehan, who was my drama director mm-hmm. for uh, high school plays and whatever was the person who had purchased the costumer in okay. 1974 he and his wife Kathy um, and uh, from that I became one of their first Halloween uh, employees okay. to run up three flights of steps from uh, the third floor of Robinson's Junior's shop to bring down costumes oh, to people at the costumer. Fabulous. So you've been with the co- you've been with the company for a little bit. Yes, I have. Just a little bit. Not uh, entirely. 100% full time all the time, mm. but I've had, um, I've worked in all of the stores. I've worked in satellite shops, uh, mm. Halloween stores. I've managed and co-managed. Um, I've been the in-house magician. Uh, That's got to be fun. Et cetera, et cetera. And it's 
great because we have lots of ways that we can reach out to the community. And I know that one of the things that Jack and Kathy bought the store for originally was so that they could bring quality costumes to the high school community and mm-hmm. community theater and school theater especially. Yeah. Uh, so before we start recording, I did mention that I was in the high school theater for a few years. And as I was talking to Elizabeth, like, yeah, I remember coming here. Well, to this connected location. But when you live in an area where it's just kind of there, like, yeah, you know, you go to the costume room to pick up your costumes and you like think nothing of it. And yet there are still people who come in here and say, I've never been in here before. And uh, one of the things that I say to them is, we've been waiting over 100 (laughs) years for you to walk through that door. So it's nice because we're like a, a the, the capital district's best kept secret. Oh yeah, it, and it's it's fantastic. It's it's such a good experience coming in here. The costumes and the materials are of fantastic quality. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Yeah. I know that um, the people that I get to work with, my coworkers, are all awesome. We are more family than just people who have to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody tends to have a little bit of an expertise in a certain area or whatever, but um, the whole thing that we want to do is help our customers achieve their goals and realize their dreams. Uh, so and this is a, go ahead. the nice thing about that is that someone can come in and say, oh, I'm doing this character from Homestuck. Do you know what it is? Yeah. And it's like... I'm not really familiar with that character specifically. Let me go on Google, we get up a picture, and then from that we can say, okay, you need this set of horns, you need this gray makeup, you need this to help you achieve your costume. They're having a um, this color blue cape. I don't have that color blue cape, but I do have this blue cape, okay. etc. And so that you can, we're a good stepping off point, a good beginning point for a lot of people who have never forayed into cosplay mm-hmm. before or um, what have you. But dance shoes and dance wear and wigs and makeup and magic equipment and balloons and etc, etc, etc. We've got all sorts of things. So probably something for everyone. And oh, I know absolutely. that we like to reach out to um, the communities, uh, the theatrical community, the dance community, whatever else, and actually partner with them so that they know that we're here and that Mm -hmm. we can have uh, directors say you need to go to the customer and get XYZ for your costume or our production of or um, dance companies are saying you know you need to get your dance shoes here at the customer or the cosplayers who are just finding us and then we are happy to help in however we can. Yeah and it's been great so I've seen the customer at a few of the cons recently the past Mm -hmm. couple of years and it just makes sense like the first time I saw the customer, I think one of the gamer cons a year or so ago. I look up and I'm like, that yes, of course, of course, you guys are supposed to be here because you just look around and there's just so many cosplayers and. <clears throat> Yes, you're going to have your store-bought costumes because everyone loves to exude their fandoms. They want to celebrate what they enjoy. They want My to... My seven-year-old wants to be Batman from Batman Forever, so yeah, we've got that. Spe- specifically Batman Forever, so you would get that or, or right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, my three-year-old son loves Spider-Man. I, like, kid, you don't even know who Spider-Man is, but you know what? They make a bunch of kids' clothes, and you enjoy it, and it's something they he'll fucking wear. So good. Spider-Man on it. 
So you'll have the store-bought stuff at the cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great and that's wonderful. But then if you want to hit that another level, or you just want to be a part of this greater community, a actual costume store really is the place to go. And the nice thing, too, is that we have listened to our customers okay. and um, things that we are now carrying that we hadn't carried before. Oh, really? Colored contact lenses. Oh, so, okay. So um, for $30 and a prescription okay from your eye doctor. Okay. Um, hey, that makes sense. That makes well, sense. The nice thing about us is that you're getting something that has been deemed by New York State and by um, the FDA as a medical device. Okay. And you're getting something that is okayed and pure and passes all the things that it needs to do as opposed to going down to the corner store and buying something that's been sitting in the sun for how long and is imported from who knows from where who knows where, right. that has red dye or um, well, well, something like that. Things in it that you don't know when you're going to stick in your eye. Right, that's the thing. It's not like a piece of clothing that's going on your skin. I mean, obviously you want to keep dangerous things away from your well, skin, but like now we're getting into wet tissue. Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole other level of we need to maintain sanitation. But um, the nice thing too is that uh, the makeup that we're carrying, the um, contact lenses, everything else, it's held to a high standard so that we know what we're carrying and what we're offering to the community. But the reason for me bringing up the contact lenses sure. was that it was community people asking for us to carry them. Okay. Um, same thing with certain types of makeup, um, with the wigs that we're carrying now, rock star wigs that can be used um, with heat and uh, okay. can be styled and restyled. Okay. Um, different, uh, let's see, um, I know what I'm trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> steampunk okay. stuff or the Gothorian things that we're carrying are all in response to us listening to our customers who saying, you know, we'd love it if you could start carrying this. Okay. So that's why we now have a whole maker's corner that has um, glues and adhesives and heat guns and warbler and EVA foam and all sorts of other things so that we have that for people as opposed to, gee, I've got to go to New York or I've got to go to Boston or I've got to order it online and then shipping charges, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And we're keeping our um, price points low so that we can have it to sell, but um, reasonable so that we can still stay in business. Okay. Hey, hey, business is business. I've said that so many times on this podcast when people will complain about prices of certain things. I'm like, guys, you got to understand. This ain't charity work. The nice thing <laughs> and we do want to serve the community. We really do. But we, there are lights in this building. The nice thing about being here and being a brick and mortar store is that people can come in and see what we have, try on the costumes that we have, um, ask for our expertise, etc. As opposed to, oh, I'm, I saw it here, but I'm ordering on Amazon. And oops, it's the wrong size. No, it's not the costume that I ordered. Um, that is something interesting that you just brought up. Like, this is a brick-and-mortar store. Mm-hmm. Yes, obviously, we have the online presence for the long-distance sales. Indeed. But this is a brick-and-mortar store. This is a stationary, permanent... It is? 
building um, business. We are a chain of two links. Our main store for rentals is down in Schenectady on Barrett Street, mm -hmm. and we have over 150,000 costumes in our rental stock. Um, so That'd be a we lot. can do from the dawn of time into the future, and pretty much any musical mm. or play that has ever been written or is yet to be written. Um, things that come into play, um, Frozen has just been released. So we went and built costumes for sure. Frozen for high school and middle schools that want to do that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, our thumb is on the pulse of what's trending, and we want to be an outreach and a resource for the community and for everyone. So it, You guys are doing a great job. And thank you, Anthony. <laughs> uh, any fun stories from the past, I don't know, how many years you'd like to share? Um, Anything that's allowed on the podcast <laughs> that you'd like to share? Good grief. Yeah, because we've partnered with, um, we had a satellite store in Syracuse, New York. Okay. And we were approached by um, a uh, charity. Okay. And they were doing like a golfing station in a mini golf. Okay. And as they were doing the mini golf, they wanted to have like a Halloween theme for it. So what I helped them do was with props and things that we had create Halloween themed mini golf this is fantastic them. and one of the things that we had at the time was a big huge plastic scary skull mask which became the 18th hole so okay. if you made a hole in one in the skull's eye there you go you received whatever little prize that they were giving okay. but it all went to help this one charity um, and unfortunately I do not recall what the charity was if I went home I could tell you <laughs> but we you guys helped create Halloween mini golf. Yes. Fantastic. Um, other things too, um, I've worked with my mother for years when um, she was doing manager and I was her co-manager going and setting up different st stores and whatever else. And um, it's nice because we're a family mm -hmm. and the customer is a family and we cater to families. Yes, very much so. so. We want people to understand that we are there for them and really want to help. Um, a lot of school kids are coming in for um, 100th day of school, so they need to become little old men and little old ladies. So we've got well, that sort of new. thing. Okay. Um, March 2nd is Dr. Seuss Day, so we have Dr. Seuss stuff, Cat in the Hat and Thing 1 and Thing mm -hmm. 2 and Horton and what have you. Um, things for every single holiday that's imaginable. Um, Valentine's Day, um, Purim, uh, Mardi Gras, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the things that I've tried to put forward is, you know, what's your reason for coming here? Why are you trying to celebrate and how can we make your celebration a success and different? Fantastic. So, Thank you so much for Anthony, sitting down with pleasure. me. Thank you so much. So, wrapping up this evening, one more guest for us. 
Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a bit eccentric. I am the owner of Goggles and Gadgets. It's a geek culture inspired convention, and we're putting on our first one this April 25th. Okay, and your name is? Jonathan. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah that would help. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, my name is Jonathan. Okay. Yep. And what was the name of the con again? It's called Goggles and Gadgets Presents Creation Convention. Okay. So, starting this up. So, we're on, yeah, we're on Facebook. And okay. And we're on, yeah, we're on Facebook. The event's on, events on Facebook. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a geek culture inspired convention. And we're focusing more on like, cosplay and things to help, basically things to help people be more creative mm-hmm. and, you know, all stuff like that. We this is an introductory event. We wanted to just to give, give people a little bit of an idea of what we're looking to do. We want mm-hmm. to expand. We want to you know make this a really basically a really big thing. And oh sure. So um, yeah. So we're so what is what is going to separate this con from the others? So basically, it separates itself by as opposed to regular comic cons, it's more like hands-on. It's more there's like you wouldn't necessarily see maybe the combination of like Marvel and steampunk and DC and mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings and video games and anime and all that. I wanted to have something unique where you would have a whole bunch of different no, keep going. Okay, you would have a whole bu- you would have a whole bunch of different like fandoms coming together, kind of like a mashup of uh, yeah, like a bunch of different stuff, just to get people's like, creativity going and okay. kind of thinking outside the box. So you're gonna focus more on like having guests like you do stuff, or that's one of the areas that we want to get into. Okay. The first one we're keeping it simple. It's just me and one other person putting on. Mm-hmm. The first one's gonna be a one day event. And sure. Starting small. Yep. One day event, ten to seven, April twenty fifth, and okay. we're, we're going to have sign ups for future events. And we wanna, you know, oh yeah. Do. yeah. All right. So, what cosplay are you working on tonight? Well, I've been getting into steampunk. I was going to say, I, I see the steampunk goggles <laughs> and the multi lens on the on the top hat this right is, now. Yeah, this is uh, well, this, this old thing. <laughs> oh, this old thing. It's you know, it's just so you know, I just threw. Um, (laughs) Full-blown red jacket down to the back of your cab. I just threw this together. (laughs) Um, But actually, you know, I'm not going to say what I'm working on because my cosplay, I'm kind of keeping it under wraps. You're going to keep it under wraps? Okay. uh, Is it an extension of this or something completely different? Hmm... That is oh, so that, mysterious. That is something that people have to find out. Okay. So, have you done many other cosplays? Yes. I've okay. Done, what you got? So, I started doing cosplays in 2015 before Force Awakens came out. Okay. It was the, that was actually my inspiration. I don't know if you saw this or not. Oh, okay. This is, this is the event that he's doing in okay. three months. All right. So, I just got a flyer. I'm gonna see what I can do to. I'll grab the awesome. the socials and. 
then throw it into the show notes. Awesome. Sound good? Yeah, that'd be great. All right. And yeah, so I started off doing cosplay in 2015 with Force Awakens, actually. And that was a, it made me grow my beard. That was, <laughs> I, tr- I tried before, but I just couldn't do it. But then I was, I wanted to cosplay as Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And that's what started me off. I got my, if anybody's listening, when you get your, okay, pro tip, when you get your Jedi costume from Amazon, or if you get it from there, don't, I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, don't, don't get me started, but there's, get, get the freaking licensed Star Wars Disney Jedi robe, hey, because you, it's, you get what you pay for, you went for the cheap one, didn't you? Yeah, no, you did. No, no, no. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the costume came with a sorry excuse for a Jedi robe that would probably fit a five or ten year old really good. <laughs> but then I'm like, it came to. There's a whole Reddit feed for stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, get the the official licensed Jedi robe. It's awesome. You can use it for everything. Yeah. There's a reason why the uh, the official licensing stuff uh, means something, and unfortunately, is a little bit more expensive, but it. It works. Oh, yeah. So you can you can swing that. <laughs> and you can use it as a blanket. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. cool. All right. So have you started lining up some vendors and some? Yes. Okay. So we got yeah actually. So so, so what type of vendors are going to be coming to us? So we got I got Airship Dark Dark Lords. They're okay. from Massachusetts, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're going to be coming. There is actually uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Clinton T- Clinton Hobart. Okay. He is a no. He is a licensed Disney artist. Oh, okay. And he, uh, one of his per, one of his paintings is in the personal collection Ooh. of. You remember the character um, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. He's got one of his paintings. Hey. And, yeah. So I, I'm. I mean, I just. I didn't have a clue who he was when I when I found him. I read his bio and I'm like, he's at my freaking cow, man. I got a celebrity here. Um. So he's gonna be guesting at our events, and we've got a bunch of other people coming. We got we got food. We got. Other cosplayers, we might have a cosplay competition. Okay. I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, we're looking for cosplayers. If you're, All right. If you're a cosplayer, come to our events. It's, it's going to be huge. All right. All right. Thank you so much. And that's all we have for this episode. Roll the standard. End of show plugs. You can find the show notes, which contain contact links for all topics discussed for this and all previous episodes at videogamecrosstalk.com, as well as all the social media contacts and the occasional blog posts. Or you can follow me around on Twitter, Instagram, PS4, and Twitch at HyperSyntax, H-Y-P-3-R-S-I-N-T-4-X. Please don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share this podcast all over your social media accounts, and we can be found on pretty much every podcast listening service. And in the words of William Butler Yeats, do not wait to strike till the iron is hot, but make it hot by striking. <laughs>